Hello, hello, and welcome to this special Q&A edition of Diary of a Big Lad. Today, I am alone. Hmm. <laughs> no, it's just me today, and I'm diving into um, the most frequently asked questions I've found online, or that people have asked myself, or that I've asked about fitness, diet, and all things big laddie slash lassie-ish, slash, slash, slashy, slashy. Anyway, let's get right into it. So, first question that I find out there so many times, I've asked it so many times myself, what is the best exercise to lose weight? Okay, so, this might sound like a straightforward go running, you know, do a hit workout answer, but it really depends on your weight loss goal, personal circumstances. For me, I've found I need to be burning some sort of calories, whatever the exercise is. I've got to be burning a hefty amount of calories for me to lose weight. Even when I fix the diet, I've always found I need to be burning plenty of calories if I want to lose weight. Second most uh, question I've come across is how many calories should I be eating a day to lose weight? <sighs> this one is an absolute minefield, but... What I would say is, especially what I've done anyway, rather than guessing, I would definitely use an online calculator to first figure out what your maintenance calories are. So these, if you're unsure, these are the amount of calories that you intake that you need to consume to maintain your current weight level. So that's what I did, first of all, um, to improve my understanding of it. There's plenty of health professionals out there that'll say, for women, it's 2,000 calories. For men, it's 2,500. Um, that is an average, and it definitely doesn't apply to me. So I personally, based on my experiences, would definitely not go by averages um, if the goal is weight loss. The mifflin saint Joe equation, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Anyway, uh, this is essentially uh, a common equation to calculate calorie maintenance. Um, so for men... Uh, th this is the formula, so I'll, I'll try and keep it as clear as possible. Uh, so, 10 times your weight in kilos, and then you add 6.25 by your height in centimetres, and then you minus 5 times your age in years, and then you add 5, and that'll give you a calorie maintenance level. For women, it's 10 times your weight in kilos, plus 6.25 height in centimetres, minus five times age in years, and then minus 161. So, as an example, and oh dear, you get to work out my current weight here. Um, so my, uh, my, my equation would be 10 times 121 kilos, which is 1,210, plus 6.25 times my height, 180 centimetres, which is 1,125. Total, plusing them together, because we've got to add them together, would be 2,335 minus my um, minus the uh, 5 times my age in years. Yes, that's right. It's uh, 32, so that's 160. And then 2,175 is what we've got less, plus 5, which equals 2,180. There we have it. So <coughs> that is a rough, a rough estimate of what my um, maintenance my maintenance calories would be so pretty far off that uh you know 2500 mark to be fair and there is other um, calculations out there but um it doesn't factor in 
any exercise or daily movement, this is at rest as well. So the online calculators, well, some of them anyway, also give you the option to calculate your activity level. So for example, if you work in manual labor or you're lightly active, maybe you go and you work out one, three times a week, it's suggested that you should times that final number by 1.375. Just remember though, if you're going to use those additional multiplications because you're more active and you, you, you want to give a, a rough idea of your calorie intake, I just keep it consistent. So if one week you're working out maybe once and then you don't work out for another two to three weeks, you probably shouldn't be using that multiplication number. That's the rules I go by anyway. I know consistently how much I'm working out. So my calorie maintenance level is a bit higher than that. Anyway, so <laughs> going back to answering the question. So I told you it's a long-winded question. So now um, we, we want to work out how many calories that we should uh, be eating a day to lose weight, right? So we've got our maintenance calories. Now you've got a rough idea of your personal maintenance calories. I would be calculating a calorie deficit. Um, and the amount is debated online, but personally, again, it's about my uh, adventure, I guess. I tend to stick to between 300 and 500 calories on average a day as a deficit when I'm trying to lose weight. So what I'd suggest is download an app like MyFitnessPal, NutraChecker, two of the ones that I've used, uh, or something similar, and let them do the working out for you. I I've used both. They're great. They seem to be pretty bang on. I've run them through different calculations, and they t tend to come out on point. So I'd use bits like that. Right, question three. How often should I be working out each week? Oh, you're going to hate me after this because the answers are all the same, really. It depends on your goals. You see, I don't want to just lose weight. I want to be strong, fit, healthy, and I want a body that will help maintain my newfound fitness. So I, uh, you, you'll know this if you listen to the podcast uh, on a regular basis, but if this is your first time, uh, I do a 10-minute workout every morning, and this is to help build a consistent routine. So if you have listened, you'll know I do push-ups, sit-ups, jumping jacks, and stretching. I increase this by one rep per week. So I started on 25 reps for each set and now I'm on 52 of each every day and I do not miss it and haven't done for that entire time. I then aim to go to the gym four times a week focusing on individual muscle groups each time but everyone's different and if your current amount of workouts is zero right now even just increasing this to once per week going for a walk or a run is better than last week isn't it so start small build it up is what I would say. Question four. Oh, well, this is a great one, actually. Is cardio or strength training better for weight loss? Well, we actually went into some great detail on this episode. So if you haven't already listened to it, head over to the episode that's called Weights versus Cardio, Sweat It Out or Lift It Up, and you'll find a much more in-depth answer. So, yeah, look, please do head over to that episode for more. But for me, a combination of the two is most ideal. But there are always ways you can make either work for your advantage, I think, as well. And I have done this in the past. How can I stay motivated to stick to my fitness routine is question number five. And I think I kind of answered this in one of the previous questions. <sighs> Whoops. <laughs> but again, uh, I, I personally, I start small and I build it up. So in order for me to stay motivated, my fitness routine must be a habit. 
and uh, that's essentially how I make it work, make your routine habit. So for me, uh, prepping my gym bag the night before instills and often gets me excited about tomorrow's workout. I know it's sad, but it does. I'd suggest finding some way of um, rewarding yourself and not talking counterproductive. So, <laughs> you know, don't go order a Domino's pizza every time you complete a run. Um, oh, it does sound nice though. <laughs> One thing I would do is add some, again, this is me, I add some gaming time as a reward for me to stick in things, uh, as a reward for me sticking to things. I look forward to it. So, um, Every time I work out, because I'm adding more to it, it's building time into my gaming reward. And my wife certainly helped with this, making sure she would only be okay with it if I had earned it. Also makes it feel a bit more guilt-free. Question six. What are some healthy snacks to have when I'm feeling hungry in between meals? Snickers and Mars bars. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Don't end there and then just go off and get your Snickers and Mars bars. Uh, first thing I would suggest is increasing uh, water intake. So personally, I drink four litres of water a day. Um, fruit is a great snack. It can be a bit of a minefield choosing the healthiest fruit, as not all fruit is uh, what I was, is, is, was, is, was made equal. That's what I was going for, but we long-winded it round. Um, my ultimate suggestion and what I do is plan my snacks and stick to them. So, you know, I have breakfast, lunch and dinner and I have snacks in between. Snack one and snack two. So in total, minimum five meals a day. And two of the meals are snacks, but they're planned in. My go-to is a fat-free yoghurt, blueberries, vanilla protein powder and half a spoon of peanut butter for extra flavour. I would track them and buy um, that's the northerner in me coming out. I mean, your snacks. Um, I would track your snacks. Oh, made it rhyme. Um, ensure you're logging the impact on your diet and fitness, weight, etc. So track it and log how it makes you feel, log how you feel about how you look, log your weight's an obvious one, but just tracking helps you, you know, um, understand what snacks are working for you without getting too much into detail with the nutrition side of things as well. And boiled egg whites are a good snack, plenty of protein and little to no fat. But many people don't like just eating boiled egg whites. But again, if you're looking for a, a go-to food, that's what I'd recommend. And I've been recommended by personal trainers in the past. Question seven. Do I need to take supplements or can I get it all from the nutrients within organic food? Mm, it is absolutely not required to take any supplements, in my opinion. It's not a requirement these things can, and often by many people, are found in normal food. But I won't lie, protein powder, specifically for me, makes it a lot easier to get my required intakes in. For example, I'm working on boosting my protein intake to help with muscle growth and recovery. A scoop of protein powder in the fat-free yoghurt certainly helps with this. Though, you can quite easily get this organically too. Based on my lifestyle and my needs, this works for me. I think, I personally think supplements are alright. I think they're fine. I think there's a lot of them out there that don't boast that they do great things and they don't. Um, generally speaking, Impact Whey Isolate XP Protein Powder seems to be the go-tos for me. 
And that's pretty much the only supplements other than your vitamins that I probably recommend um, from my experience. I'm not an expert. Question eight. How do I know if a diet or fitness trend is right for me or just a fad? This is actually a really good question. I'm just going to come out and say I've never found diets to work. I have a rule now. And if I can't see myself doing it in five years time, I'll just scrap it. This said, I understand the need for change. And for some people, going on a diet is a starting point. If that's the case, I'd suggest looping back to the previous question around using a nutritional calculator online to ensure the diet you're using will, one, ensure you get the recommended nutritional amounts required. I'm not just talking about calories, I'm talking about all your macronutrients and your vitamins as well. And your, you know, your five a day and everything that health professionals will tell you you need. And, and then two, your calorie intake makes sense for your goals, i.e. you're in a safe deficit, you know. Um, being fit and healthy is also applied the other way. You should, you know, eat safely. I once followed a diet called the military diet uh, with my wife. I was nearly twice the weight of my wife. However, we followed the exact same diet. Based on my metabolic rate... I should have been eating much more than she was. Had I the knowledge I have now, I might have reworked this plan to suit my lifestyle and the weight I lost from it could have been maintained. Unfortunately, I lost it very quickly and as soon as I went back to eating more, it just all came back on. So it wasn't sustainable. So, question being, I wouldn't follow diets. I think some of them out there are okay to get you started. But just bear in mind that you need to be able to see yourself doing the same thing for five years. And if it makes you unhappy, then you definitely shouldn't be doing it. In my opinion. Question nine. Why am I working out and eating right but not seeing results? <laughs> the one question I literally ask myself every single day. Anybody that knows me, anybody that knows I'm on this escapade would also know that I ask this every single day. I bring it up on the podcast all the time. The answer is quite simple, because you're impatient. I know I am. You might be tracking the wrong thing. For example, weight loss isn't always an indicator of success. I'm lifting weights, I'm building muscle, since muscle mass weighs more than fat. My body composition may be improving, but my weight unchanged. And that has been the case quite a lot. The best thing to do is use multiple tracking methods, in my opinion. Focus on positive changes, even the ones you don't see. For example... If before you started, you'd only have two to three beers after work and now you only have one, that's massive progress. Though it's an individual change and it might seem small, it might not help you see any physical changes. This could in itself have, you know, much better health benefits. And again, over time as well, it might not be something you can see right now, but if it's built up over time, just having the knowledge and tracking the things that is, you know, going well, the, you know, the positive changes that you're making can help you mentally see that you're capable of doing it. Now, that's something that's really helped me, and I'd suggest anyone looking at progressing to really, really consider doing the same thing. Tracking the things that are really going well and, you know, really, really building yourself up about it. 
even if it's not, I've lost five pounds this week. I've lost three pounds this week. People are obsessed with that. They should be obsessed about anything that's positive, any positive change you've made, especially when it comes to your, you know, well-being and health. And then finally, how important is sleep and recovery in a fitness routine? Um, I have always boasted that I don't need a lot of sleep. But let me tell you, plain and simply, when we get ample amount of rest, we have ample more energy. It motivates me to keep on working out because I've got more energy. I don't crave the quick fix energy sources from things like sugar because I've got more energy. It's like a vicious cycle. So yes, it is absolutely vital. I'm not saying you need to sleep 10 hours a day, but I'm saying if you're working out and you, 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 you know, you're going to the gym every day, every other day, I'd probably say four hours, five hours ain't quite enough. I think you need to be pushing that six, seven hour mark at the very least. If you're anything like me, I really strive to get more sleep because I never feel like I need it. But it is very, very important in my opinion. Well, thank you very much for joining me on this uh, Q&A session today. And uh, well, just final thoughts from me. Uh, Remember, the fitness quest is unique for everyone. It's essential to find out what works best for you. Stay strong, stay informed, and as always... Keep on sweating.